am a master on the mixing board. I need it to fade away, though. kind of gets awkward when it just stops. What's up, everybody? <laughs> yes, this is our third podcast uh, of the season. That's three more than I think we did last year. If I was a betting man, I would have lost money already. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, good morning, guys. Um, yeah, so um, thanks for all the comments. We did a post yesterday asking, um, what do you guys want to hear from us? And uh, we've got a, a, just a huge list of things that, uh, that you guys are wanting to hear from us for this season. And uh, so we'll start checking them off. And, and one of them was, we want to hear more about Shit Creek and all the adventures that we have here at BBA, which... That's pretty easy to talk about, isn't it, Blaine? It is, because it's about every day. It is. It is actually literally every day. Um, so uh, w as I was reading the comments to Blaine yesterday, you know, Blaine's like, dude, we got to talk about the log day. And I'm like, you got to be a little more specific about the log day. Um, so um, we're going to, uh, Blake, uh, our media guy, he's going to be mixing a bunch of our, our videos that we have off of our phone. This was kind of a phone day. Uh, it was just one of those ones like if you didn't have your phone out, you were going to miss something. Yep. I mean, it, there was just carnage everywhere. There was a lot of YouTube gold for sure. A lot of YouTube gold. So let's just jump right into it. And so this was a this was a day in February. Um, we had a just a, a ripper group with us, and you know it's funny. Um, you know that we've been doing BBA since 2008 now. Um, we've shifted our program a bunch over the last few years, really focusing on, you know, our day one is boot camp, kicking your butt, um, fixing the technique uh, mishaps that you have to get you to, like, become a real rider, riding the sled, not the sled riding you. Uh, Blaine, you know, it was, it's funny, you've been here as a client, and uh, now you're a guide here, and you've got to see full circle the program. Oh, absolutely, and it's a, uh you get humbled out here quick. I mean, this is definitely some different snow. I mean, I'm riding in rabbit ears is cheater, cheater snow compared to this. Uh, a lot of hollow, sugary snow out here, and the terrain is so steep. Yep, yep. Um, well, and it's, I think it's interesting. The very first year you came here, we were. it was kind of just right in our transition of like, hey, we need to have a little more structure instead of just going and getting people stuck all day. Because that's kind of what your three days was about, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, we were stuck every day. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was nice to do those drills and stuff. I mean, I came in as a guide um, on the second trip, and I was a guide over in Steamboat. And just seeing how you guys structured things, it really changed the way I looked at riding and looked at guiding and just was able to take that and transfer it over to my guiding with other people and help them learn how to ride. And Well, and, and really, that was about six or seven or eight years ago now and it's amazing um we have like this crazy thing called repeat clients for the last six or seven or eight years because guys actually feel like they get a value out of uh, out of our program now instead of just getting stuck they're like why am i paying to get this get stuck all the time and so um it's something that are you kidding blake did you get any of that food in your mouth <laughs> jesus dude get the broom out God, <laughs> sorry, cut. Let's get back and focus here. So, um, and and the reason I kind of went off on this whole big tangent was um, the reason we had a ripper group is these are guys who have been here for like five plus years. And so, you know, um, and we'll, we'll talk about it and we'll point it out in some of these videos that Blake will put up. You know, we've got um, 
one particular person that we've actually talked to co- on a couple of co- podcasts about, um, Joe Montemayor. Like, Joe literally came in here and I questioned if he had ever ridden a snowmobile. He told me he had, but what he was doing on a snowmobile was not how you ride a snowmobile. And now literally we put him with, we have to be careful with Joe. We have to make sure we put him in a group that's good enough. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And so, you know, to have Joe, Joe in here, uh, we had, uh, ben from Northern Colorado, who's an absolute ripper. We had Connor. Um, is, uh, so Connor is, and his dad came back. Dad won't ride with me anymore. Jared, jerk. Um, but he, I, I love him. And he, he gives me a hard time all the time. Um, but Connor, his son, uh, a ripper. We had him in the group. We had Justin from Canada. Uh, Justin literally drives like, 8 million kilometers. I don't even know how, how much that is, but uh, many kilometers to come out here all the way uh, from um, Canada to, to, to ride with us here in Colorado, which is which is amazing. I mean, we just had a, a killer group, and when you have a group like that, here's what happens as a guide, right? Your possibilities or opportunities of where we can go ride is like, I mean, I had been thinking about where to go for like, you know, four days prior, like, okay, where am I going to take this group? And I'm all excited. Yeah. And I remember we, I think it was a couple groups before you pointed up at this shoot and you're like, we need to go up there someday. And it's, you, you <laughs> just see the tr- tight trees and the very top, you see a little shoot. And you're like, oh yeah, that'd be, that'd be neat to check that out someday. Yeah. And you're, uh, and in the back of your mind, you're looking at it like, dude, there's like a foot of snow up there. I'm like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and so this was, um, so I'll kind of paint the picture and we'll get rolling here in the story. So um, our, we, you know, we have about a six mile trail ride in and um, at obviously the snow uh, level is a little bit lower as we're in the parking lot. And then as you get higher, it gets, it gets better. And so um, again, thinking to my group and pointing this out to Blaine a couple weeks ago, I'm like, today's the day. Today is the day we're going to go get, go dip in there. And, and so this, this little particular zone, it, it's just like what Blaine was explaining. So it's these tight, crappy, annoying trees with a bunch of blowdown and logs and all that stuff in the bottom of it. So it's a pain in the butt to even get to the mouth of the chute. Um, and then once you get there, um, this particular elevation on our mountain, the snow is absolutely horrendous. Like it is pure sugar. Like, and I'm talking like you pick it up. It's that granular sugar snow. Um, which again, just puts a grin on my face. You know, I know what we're, we're going to get into. Yeah. I had no idea that day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. So, um, all junk in the bottom and then you get to like the promised land and you have to, you can't just like wiggle your way through the, the downfall and then like, oh, cool, an opening, I'll pin it and go. With the sugar snow, there is no like just creeping around and like, oh, okay, we can go. You have to come out of those trees with your hair on fire to carry as much momentum as possible to to stay on plane essentially of this sugar snow and you're really not like literally you know I have the GoPro of my first line going up there which again first line no trenches no anything I have home field advantage I know where the logs are thanks to Connor from the year before I knew there was a big down log that had been cut you'll see that in a video it's hilarious um, and so you know I had been like mentally 
doing this line in my head for four days. Like I knew exactly what I needed to do, um, you know, sneak up through the clearing and then through the clearing and no one actually got to see the next part because we all just focused on getting through the clearing, right? Um, it gets tight again on the trees and then a bunch of BS and then you kind of get up to the very top. And so um, I... So I put the first clean line in there, and then I came down to watch the carnage. And you, that's where you see a lot of the footage from is me, like, from the top. Yeah, so you don't see any of the footage of me <laughs> at the bottom just crawling over trees and logs and knee-deep snow. Getting 18 people out. Pulling skis. And, I mean, I remember the first guy that went through, he completely cleaned off this log, and he slid sideways. So it's like six feet of a bare log, and it's probably three or four feet off the ground. And you, there's no way around it. Like, uh -huh. you have to get the rest of the group over. And Chris is at the top, like, where are you guys at? What's <laughs> going on? I'm like, I'm already sweating bullets here. Like, mm -hmm. this is, I think this is one of the first trips that I was a, a sweep guide for you. So I'm trying to get everybody pulled out quick. And it's just, I got six guys down here all stuck. And they're like, where are we going? <laughs> and I'm like, we're going up to, to Chris. And he's Apparently. Like, well, well, what's up there? Like, we can barely get our skis through these trees. Like, this is, what are we doing? And I'm. I've never been there before, so I'm like, you really? I don't know, but we're, we're going up. Like, <laughs> Welcome to running sweep with Mr. Barant, right? Oh, it's, it's a workout. Yeah. So you, you put it perfectly. So, like, okay, I put the line up there, and, yes, I take all the snow off of everything, right? So now it's all these exposed logs and, and everything. Blake's just grinning back there like, yeah, I've been there. Um, and and so it, – and, and it's like, okay, like – and as the sweep guy back there, you are like the words of encouragement, right? Like, come on, guys. It's just all you got to do is just get up over this one little deal. And, and the problem with this one was it wasn't just one over log, right? Like, it was. It was like 12, and I had never seen it before. So I yeah, couldn't you even give know. me heads up. So I was like, just go towards, follow the track to Chris. Yeah. And they go, you know, four feet, get stuck again, go pull them out. And there's just no traction. You're just spinning yeah. on ice. So I. So I. Finally, make my way down because I realize no one's coming up for me to video them. Yep. So I come back down. We get everybody kind of like to what I guess we could call our staging area, right? We we ended up putting a loop in there so you didn't have to go all the way back down to the bottom into the, like, real shitville. So we get um, kind of a little turnaround spot, and it ends up being – a disaster too because it's just like these huge trenches and you got to carry momentum around the trenches and I'll, we got one video here where you know Justin's like all right here he comes here comes Justin and you know he like can't even get around the turnaround because I mean again like here's what happens right I mean it's first thing in the morning this is like literally first line yeah no warm-ups no warm -ups. the only warm-up we had was on the trail <laughs> zero, <laughs> zero warm-ups and uh, and I'm just throwing these poor guys to the wolves. And, and I mean, and this is what happens. You get stuck three or four times right, right in a row. It rattles your confidence. It makes you hesitate. It doesn't allow you to carry momentum. You know, so all of this is happening to everybody. Yep. And we don't know where we're going. <laughs> and I mean. you guys don't know where you're going. So, okay. So we get to the staging area and now like we're finally getting some guys up to the, to the like clearing Okay, the clearing. Um, and the clearing is like riddled with a bunch of trees that have been cut from years past to get through 
stumps, logs, like all of this stuff. Um, and so there's there's a, a, a couple things that vividly play in my mind, and we have it backed up by video. One is when we have like 14, do, well, we only had a group of six, but we had three guys like in the crap, like all stuck upside down, spun, you know, all this stuff. And then we have the one of Connor. Yeah, that was a good one. I mean, and finally I get to this clearing and I'm like, oh my gosh, the hard work is done. And no, it just continued from there, just stuck after stuck. And I hadn't even seen it yet. And I'm just like, what is going on up there? Like how bad? <laughs> yeah, you it hadn't be? even like, seen it. That's what's <laughs> funny. Like the sweep guy in the back, you like, you don't want to leave your wingman, right? So you're like trying to get everybody up to the zone so you can get to a spot where you can poke your head past them and see what the heck, where are we going? Yep. Right. And I think it was finally at this like point where I realized like you don't have to stop at every stuck client. You can go past them, <laughs> make a line and come back down for them. So I think I got to that point where everybody had a couple tries at the hill and I was like, I got to go see what's going on up there. So yep. I went up there. I almost got stuck, but got turned around, came back down. I was just like, we shouldn't be here. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Man, if I had a dollar for every time I've heard that. Um, okay, so uh, so you've made a couple runs. We go back down. We're pulling skis. And, you know, at this point now for me, like, and this is the part I love about, again, having a group like this. And not only from the skill set standpoint, but more of the attitude, right? The, I've had plenty of guys that just get pissed off when I'm in stuff like that. But this group is like, I mean, it is smiles and hooting and hollering and high-fiving and like... The motivation to get to the top is to awesome. The, is and that's what keeps us going, too. It's like, all right, you're stuck for the eighth time, but you're excited. <laughs> hey, you want to go at it again. Let's get you turned around. All they're doing the is bottom. looking. And so so with that, right, like, so Connor has competed on the on the Rimshaw circuit, on the hill climb, um, and he's, he like, he's a rider, young kid, rider. And so, you know, me jabbing Connor a little bit, it gets him fired up. And I see, I, so I'm literally, I'm up sitting mid-hill with my phone and I hear Connor fire up I'm like okay here we go and I hear him in the bottom and you know we have the talk right I'm like dude you have to you can't build momentum on this hill you have to hope to maintain what you're what you built from the bottom yep so here he comes and he is smoking through the bottom and I'm like yes and all of a sudden mid-hill he starts going left I'm like uh-uh no, 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 no. We don't go left. Can't go left. And he just is like, I don't know where he's going, but he's going there 90. Yeah. And and I showed you when I showed you the clip, both of us, oh, because it was 90 to a brick wall <laughs> scorpion. Like <laughs> Connor comes in 80 miles an hour, not really knowing the line to go, but I mean, he listened to what I said. He had the momentum, but he smokes a freaking stump bigger than crap, flies over the handlebars, cranks his A-arm. So now we got a, now we got a bent A-arm. Um, and, but it, I mean, that didn't slow him down. He still turned around and he ended up getting through to the right. Uh, so, you know, here I am in the video, which you'll, you guys will see, but me describing, okay, that was good momentum, but we got to go right guys. We got to go right. Connor, Pick up your face off of the ground. <laughs> get back down there and get up this thing. Yeah, way to break that fall with your face. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we have that. Um, we've got Ben on his on his uh, 154 Shredder Lynx Turbo, which was just a handful. It was especially in in this stuff, yeah. right? You know, he comes around the corner, no skis on the ground, like brushes one tree, 
comes back into the line over in the powder and I'm like where is this guy going sees Joe in the middle of the line loops it back over on top of himself oh man yeah that was a good time and then just after that I think a couple more guys started and gave it a shot and I'm like in the middle of the run and I got two or three guys stuck with me upside down we're rolling them back over just sweating bullets and here comes Chris coming up and I'm like oh yes I got some help and it, I thought we were going to get run over. Like, near-death experience, comes over, makes the turn around us, and then goes back up to the top. And we're like, okay, that would have been nice to have a hand there, but <laughs> you did come back down and help clear everything. And Well, a couple things I saw. A, anytime you see someone stuck, it's like, ooh, I got to show them that they shouldn't have got stuck right there and you could make it, right? Yep. B, I saw, like, two helmets and I'm like, that's an opportunity to smoke two helmets in one <laughs> shot. I may have got one, maybe two. I don't know. I think you might have buried one. I think I got one. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and then you get the opportunity to make the fun giggle on your way by. Um, but sometimes that works for me, and most of the time it backfires, um, and I'll, I get stuck or I run over the snowmobile that I'm trying to get unstuck. That's yep. usually what happens. You destroy someone's helmet, <laughs> fill it with snow. I've had to buy a couple side panels trying this maneuver, but it was worth it yeah. for sure. Um, so, um, okay, so we finally, you know, we finally get some guys around there. Like, we get Joe up there. I know Ben made it up. I think we get we ended up getting every single person up there. Actually, I know I know we did, um, which was awesome. And so, but here's where it got a little fun for me, right? So we and this is you know again, there's no winning with me here, right? So like, we finally get everybody up. I'm like, okay, cool. You guys got the groom trail up. Good job, <laughs> good job. You made it. But off to Looker's right as you're going up the hill, we have this like log rock matrix of stuff right and i put and i've i've jumped off of this crap before and it's so cool and um most everybody doesn't even see it because they're like why would anyone in their right mind go over here yep and my words to you on the radio was what you're like if you if you don't come up here right now you are fired fired yeah yeah and i think it was if you don't hit this thing pinned you're fired that, i think that's what it was yeah, yeah. and so in true BBA spirit and not wanting to get fired, freaking here comes Blaine, dude, coming around the corner. And you can hear me coaching and cheering. I'm like, come on, Blaine. Send it, buddy. Send it. And, dude, uh, I mean, I'll let you I'll let you. Well, I think what you had in your mind was a little bit different than what <laughs> it I was, had in my it mind. It was. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, just come in full speed. And I just see these logs, Lincoln logs, sticking across. And I'm like, there's enough snow on those. I think I can, you know, go up around that and – I didn't let off, and today that day I was on a, a 63 boost. Yep. So I had some momentum going into that thing, and I just remember in the air, like, do I hold on to it? Do I let go? I was like, well, I can't throw the sled away because Chris is directly right. below yep. in it, and I just kept – I think I held on to that sled with my finger on the brake, and that was <laughs> it. Let everything else go, yeah. landed. That still photo I have of you of, like, literally one hand on the snowmobile, feet I mean, you're like, it looks like a freestyle trick, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and the sled straight up and down in the air. Oh, man. Just awesome. Yeah, that was a great day. That was so much fun. And I'm glad I didn't total the sled and run into you. Like, that, that was a good one. Yeah. Um, well, so, and, and that was like literally first line of the day. That was first line. Yeah. So, um, and, this, and this is what's, 
you know, pretty fun. It's got to be pretty fun for, for you is, you know, like when you, you were a guide up at Steeboat for how many years? Uh, I think it was six years. Six years, right? So like, you know, there wasn't a hole or a line or something that, you know, you hadn't been to or knew. And, and Oh, I mean, I knew that area like the back of my hand. Right. And it was like, if we hadn't had snow for three weeks, I knew exactly where to go to get fresh snow. And depending on if the group could get there or not. Yep. Like, it was great to be able to explore a little bit further and push a little bit further because there's a lot of terrain out there that you can keep going and going. So year one as a, you know, as a sweep guy slash guide here at BBA, I mean – Talk about reversing the roles, right? Like, where are we going? I don't know where to go. What's over here? Oh, it's just, it's almost like scary where I'm <laughs> like, uh, I don't know these little nooks and crannies and little places to get through because, you, I mean, you have to go through some certain areas where you have like a 10-foot window to get to the next zone or the next shoot to, to get to keep moving on. And not knowing it, like the back of my hand, it added another element. Yeah. So on this particular day, you know, this was again, like when we started off that way, I knew exactly where round two was going, where we, where we were going to go next and where we're going to go next. Um, it, it's one of those places where I put on my list, like we only get to do it a time or two a year because you know, it gets, you just, cause you go in there and you literally destroy it and it takes forever to get a reset with these big four and five foot trench holes. Yep. But again, today was that day. And so talk about, you know, talk about the next zone. We had the log hops. We had that big, like what for me is the definition of heaven, you know, a deep drainage like in and out and up and over and all of that stuff yeah by this point i'm just i'm on cloud nine we're getting actually ride this day we're not uh you know doing the drills and the day one stuff we're really getting after it and we had a great group like you said um and i remember sweep guy and i was the last guy coming up and i see some of these lines off to the left there's like a, a single track going up to where we're going and i see one line going off to the left and I see like a tree that's laid down and it's like eight feet high and the track goes up and over the tree. And I'm looking at it I'm like, how is that even possible? And I think it might've been Ben in front of it me. He stops and he's like, dude, did you see that track back there? I was like, that it only had to, it could only been Chris. Like, but it was, it, seeing it in person was like something else. Well, and it's funny. I, I posted that th just the other day and I, you know, you came in that, that morning and I'm like, hey, do you remember this? And you're like, what is it? That, that's not the log. I'm like, I know. It doesn't even look like it, it does the, it. The video doesn't do it justice. But seeing it on the ground, it's just like, holy cow. Well, when you could see under the log, like you can see what's on the other side underneath the log, you know it's pretty substantial. Yeah, there's daylight under there. Yeah. And so that particular line, and again, I'll get, I'll get this one to Blake and he can put it up. The first log jump was pretty good. Ben bypassed that one. Yep. And then the second one, he was like, oh, hell no. I was, and just his, you know, his response, because I literally waited, because I, I wanted to keep continuing the lineup, but I kind of want to see if Ben did it. And if he didn't, I kind of want to see what his reaction was. And his reaction was like, oh, no, man, I went right, like <laughs> way right. Uh, so, um, and, you know, and this is where it's like, so to your point of riding Steamboat for six years, you know, I've been riding down here since 2012. And so like, to, you know, and this is why I love like getting Kisturki down here, Keith Curtis down here and like all the guys, right? I mean, dude, 
I know every single log and spot and where I can't can gain momentum, where I need to avoid. And so like, I mean, home field advantage is pretty nice. And this particular zone, I don't get there a bunch, but I do know that there are some places that you need to be on your toes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I've noticed a few times uh, last year going through some of these lines, I'm like, looking back or I'm actually getting stuck and I'm looking over and I'm like why are all these trees cut down on the side <laughs> hill and you come back down like yep Kyle cut that one I cut that one like, we we have definitely because I mean you know again when you ride an area it you, you know it's where the snow ends up that's where you ride a lot and there's definitely some of those are laying around for yep. sure yeah my the worst one is this is ah, man this happened to me at rabbit ears and this is no freaking joke like this a couple years ago I was on the dark side and it was, you know, that it's so awesome over there and so steep and so gnarly. And I remember I like got into this little spot and, you know, I kind of was trying to wiggle and shake between these two trees and I'm like, oh man, I got it. And I, and all of a sudden my sled just stopped and it was spinning and I'm like, no, I had it. What? Why won't it go? And there was a tree that had been cut off, most likely by me from the year before or something, stuck right up through my running board in, like, the absolute worst spot possible. And I was like, oh, man, that tree really got redemption on me right yep. there. And you usually – it's hard to get to you when you get stuck. You don't, <laughs> you don't get a whole lot of help. I got a couple uh, – actually, there was the next day, I got some pictures where I was on Brant's Backcountry Adventure by myself, <laughs> and I literally had to spend an hour, an hour, because my sled – uh, my sled actually rolled downhill into like 14 trees and I could not with everything I could do. Like I ended up, ha I couldn't roll it back up. So I ended up having to dig this, this cave essentially of snow down to the ground just so I could get my sled back up. And then literally dude, Oh my God. So then literally I'm on the ground. Right. And I'm like, man, I just need to get four feet. I went to go, and the track slid out and high-sided me again and rolled into more trees. Well, I remember that day spending 45 minutes just trying to get to you. Yeah. And I got to a point where I could see you. I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. You're on your own. <laughs> like, I'm not even walking there. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I kind of rewind. So, we get to the next shoot. And, you know, this is another one, man. It's just it's so fun to watch the guys, right? Like, you know, we go up and do our line and, and it's awesome, but you know, I truly get enjoyment of getting everybody up there yeah. and to see the reaction and to see like, you know, we want them to win. Absolutely. Uh, um, and you know, the confidence that to see the, the confidence that they gain and, and to know that like, if they weren't riding with us, they wouldn't be pushing themselves like this. Absolutely. And, and yeah. that's, you know, for me, yeah, after all of these years, it's like, you know, I get the question all the time, like, how do you still like guiding? I'm like, dude, when you ride with, I mean, they're all friends now. I mean, when you get to go ride with friends who, um, you know, are literally coming here because they believe in the program, um, they they love what they get out of it, and and they literally turn off all of the safety switches that they have when they are riding at home and we get to go push them and make them better riders. I mean, how could I not like that, you know? It's so much fun to watch the progression. I mean, I just had one year here, and just seeing the progression over three days in some of these guys was like light years. Yeah, yeah, and, and imagine seeing three years, you yeah. know, like, uh, and so, 
Um, so that's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, and and I guess you know I'll I'll kind of let you kind of cap this day off. You know, I mean it was so you know, Blaine, you had been sweeping for, um, you know, Andrew and Kyle a little bit and you and TJ had worked a little bit. And so, you know, and we have two different series, right? We have, um, cause not everybody is ready for shitville. Um, we, we strive and work to try to get everybody to that point and then eventually everybody gets there. Right. Um, uh, but you know, for you to, you know, come and run sweep for me and like, like you said, you're like, Oh boy, this is like so. This is what it's like, really like, yep. you know. And it it was great to see how different, like you, Andrew runs it, how Kyle runs it, and TJ, and then to kind of take a little bits and pieces from each one of your guiding styles and bring it to my own. Uh, I really enjoyed that, and you know, Andrew warned me early on. He's <laughs> like, you know, we have a lot of repeat cu- customers and clients come back. Like, if you get them to be good enough snowmobilers, Chris will steal them. <laughs> <laughs> so if you get a good client in your group that you're having fun riding with whatever you do make sure they don't ride good in front of Chris because <laughs> he will steal them and that happened multiple times this year uh fairly guilty yeah. yes really guilty I can't blame you I do the same thing but <laughs> yeah yeah um well you know again with your guys's request of asking hey like we love hearing the stories well we love talking about the stories and and you know we're so fortunate to be able to have days like this um you know this is literally our job this is what we get paid to do um and you know it's it's again it's hard to describe to people um what exactly our our program is about and what it is um but it's also why it's extremely hard to get in here uh which because everybody who comes here normally comes back and the people that don't come back um it's you know normally they want to go home and go practice and get ready for for the next round um or sometimes guys just say you know this snowmobiling this type of riding isn't for me which is totally respectful and i understand um but it's also why um we have two different programs right i mean you know andrew has done like you know andrew and ryan so we haven't got to talk about ryan but much but you know ryan has really like his specialty is taking those guys who are like a little hesitant to come to BBA, yep. right? Like, oh, dude, I don't know, man. It looks, I really just want to learn how to do what you guys do, but I'm scared I'm not ready for it. And, you know, you jumped in with both Ryan and Andrew a bunch this year. And, you know, to get, to have a person like that who like, man, I want to do this and that's all we need, right? We need the want, um, but I'm a little nervous. No problem. We'll, we'll get you there. Yeah, uh, Andrew and Ryan are really good at like backing everything back, like stuff that we take for granted, like foot placement and where we're on on the sled, like things that are just second nature now. It doesn't even like it goes right over the head to even think about teaching that because it's it's automatic yep. or like where you place your hands on the bars or all that kind of stuff. Like to see Andrew really break it down from like 101, like this is how you stand, you know, you get your attack position, this is all your foot placement, and this is just how you you know, you're not looking at your bumper, you got your eyes up and finger on the brake and just to break it down on day one like that, really put it in perspective. Like we really got to rewind for some of these guys Mm -hmm. and start, make sure we're starting from a good foundation before we start working on those side hills and getting into the more technical stuff. Yeah. Well, cool. So we're going to wrap this one up guys. So just, you know, kind of some notes to take from this is, you know, when, if you have that group of buddies, 
don't be af- don't be afraid. Like if you see something like I wonder what's up there, go check it out, right? I mean, you got it. You have to have the necessary skill set of getting on edge, being able to park nose low, right? Like that opens up the, this whole different world to backcountry riding, um, and and then being able to focus on carrying momentum, keeping those eyes forward, having a plan B, um, and just you know riding aggressive but in control, finger on the brake. Um, when you can kind of knock those few little check marks off of the list, you can get some shit done. Awesome. Blaine, another great one. Uh, appreciate yeah. it. It sure makes me excited to uh, to get into guiding season. I mean, waking up to this fresh snow this morning, I was I like, know. we're going riding soon, aren't we? I'm yeah. getting excited. Yep. Cool, guys. Well, I appreciate it as always. Um, you can uh, – um, Blake will be putting, well, if you're watching this to the end, you've already seen all the cool videos. Um, so um, excited to uh, have Blake back again this year and uh, to be on a little bit more consistent schedule with the old content. So we'll keep rolling here. And uh, until next time, let it snow. <laughs>